It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344-499-1000. So... I went to um, a recording of um, Antiques Roadshow on Sunday. Beautiful day. Very English thing to do. And um, can I... I don't... What I'm about to say... I've, I've said this before about things. And I don't mean it to make light, right? But there was no security check there. I really thought there'd be at least a bit of a bag search going on. There was nothing, right? And it's all crammed in. You've got, like, the main area where they do the big reveals and where Fiona Bruce does her links and things. Then you've got these little tables all set up with um, uh, glassware, jewellery, furniture, all of this, and then huge queues, and the experts are there. But the experts at the little tables aren't being... They're not being filmed, right? You only get taken away and filmed if it's a big thing. You get taken to the main arena. But everything's cramped in, and there were a few thousand people there. And I did think, right, it's the most English thing in the world. It's the BBC, and there's no security. Kind of think, I mean, if, if you wanted to create a big stir as, um, as a terrorist, that would be the place to go. And also, I, I, I don't feel particularly bad about saying it, because I know that, noticed that The Sun today have um, given instructions to ISIS on how to um, go and attack the new RAF jets. They pointed out exactly where they're kept and um, exactly where there's like a really small rickety fence that you could climb over. So me saying, you know, ISIS could easily infiltrate an antiques roadshow. First of all, I don't think ISIS is going to be listening to this and going, hey, that guy's got an idea. Uh, but, I was really surprised. but so we went to some of the places. We watched the grumpy glassware man who's quite grumpy and he told a lady off. Um, but my favourite place... Oh, there was two. One was the Militaria, where there was this guy who'd... who'd right, so there's a big queue there. People go, and you get the medals out. And I, I, the, the, the military guy was cheating because he had books. He would get, look things up in books. And I'd think, well, I could Google it, mate. That's not... Uh, <laughs> but so there was a queue. But then op- there was also a chair there. And there was a guy sat in a chair who hadn't queued up. And I don't know if he'd gone through the correct vetting process, because if you were just going in as a punter, you could just walk in. If you were going in to get stuff viewed, you had to kind of queue up in one queue to be, I don't know. Anyway, this guy had low, like this giant swastika 
um, like a giant iron eagle swastika. It was an it was incredible thing. I tweeted a picture of it and someone told me off for tweeting a picture of a swastika. Idiots. But the best table, right, the best table was for um, what my mum and dad would call toot. Bric-a-brac. They, they, they use the term collectibles, which is a catch-all that means nothing. So we went, we spent a lot of time at the collectibles table, right? And basically, it was chances. It was people who'd... Oh, Antiques Roadshow's on. Quick, what have we got under the sofa? Go up, up, up under your bed. See what's under your bed. Go on, go on, girl. We're going. And there was this mum and this daughter, right? They had loads of stuff. Let me talk you through some of it. Um, one of them was... Well, there was a ceramic E.T., which I was looking for. I stood there and waited for the ceramic E.T. to be looked at. And then I got really close to it. And the ceramic E.T., basically the head had fallen off and they glued it back on. And the guy lifted it up and there was a hole in the bottom. It was a money box. But with the even the plastic thing to keep the money in was missing. And it, and he went... Uh, 50 pence. <laughs> All right. And then she had a mirror. It was a mirror, but it had like a picture of like Big Ben on etched on it, right? But the best one was the same woman. She had this really filthy... You know... Um, you know the, the, the folders that you get like that you put panini stickers in, right? The fo- she had a folder it was, and it was it was it was Pokemon folder, right? But it was filthy. And and my sister said, Oh, I wonder what she's got inside that Pokemon folder because she's keeping it back until last. And it, the folder was filthy, right? And he opened it up. And she had in there an incomplete collection of Pokemon cards. It was incomplete. In a really filthy Pokemon folder. I mean, filthy, right? It was an incomplete collection of Pokemon cards. I couldn't believe it. But the best one, we went back to the collector. Honestly, if you if you ever go and see Antiques Roadshow being filmed, I mean, it's brilliant. So brilliant. And we took my niece and nephew, her 13 and 10. They were bored out of their brains. Beautiful. But the best one was this woman, and she had eight copies of the Beano. And we went, ooh, these could be like original, you know, old. And I got there just to hear the bloke going, well, yes, if you look, it says here they're only five years old. Eight copies of five-year-old Beanos. And she went, is it worth, it's an old lady. Are they worth anything? He went, well... Best to go on eBay. Best to go on eBay and look, he said. Your best, the Antiques Roadshow expert said, your best to go on eBay and look. And I'm thinking, I'd give her two quid for them. And I nearly went up to her and said, I'll give you two quid for them because my boys will love them. Two quid for, but oh man, what was she thinking? There were eight copies of the Beano. They were five years old. Flipping heck. 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Toby. Evening, how are you? I'm all right, Toby. What you got for us? I saw an ET the other day for sale. Oh, I got quite excited in a, in a charity shop. Yeah, I uh, thought. I, thought yeah. I I remember uh, when ET was out. I got really hankered after this um, ET figurine. There was one that it, it, it was like a model of the spaceship, and you press the button, and an ET shot out. Oh wow! Totally wrong scale. I always wanted that. I always saw it in a, I think I think I remember seeing it in a Gamley's toy shop. But you were presented with the opportunity to buy it in this charity shop. 
no, that's what I wanted it to be. It turned out to be like a like a studio tours one, like some 2010. It's like your Beano's. Oh, for crying out! I just wow. I saw it peering across, yeah, peering across some charity shop through the tat. I'm going just on eBay. Disappointed. I'm going on eBay for you, my friend. So how, would <laughs> you dis- look. how would you describe it on, e- uh, on eBay? Oh, I found it. I have found it. Oh, it's yeah. like it was a little, oh. it was like the size of a tennis ball. You know, the, the spaceship, and then you press the button, yeah. and an ET kind of, a ramp opened, and, yeah. and little ET on wheels shot out. Imagine the glory. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh here it is. ET pop-up spaceship. Uh, well, there's, there's an original one here, still sealed. Flipping heck. For £12.95. Gosh, that really has... They, someone has kept that seal thinking that'll be worth something. <laughs> that'll be worth something in about 40 years' time. Nah, it's, only, it's, it's probably worth less than you paid for it, suckers. Wowzers. Well, but I told you, you start the um, Panini albums. Yeah. I discovered my... Now, I always I had about 10 incomplete, massively incomplete Panini albums as a kid. Yeah, yeah. But now, with my own children, I find you can complete them because you can just fill out a form. On the Panini website, what? Mr. Panini has put out a form, and he says, "Which stickers do you want?" You tell him, and he sends you all the stickers. You got to pay for them. Complete obviously. books. Yeah, yeah, he's not. I mean, Mr. Panini is a generous man, but, but he's not. But hang yeah, on, because what, what my kids do—they don't collect Panini stickers, but they they collect Pokemon cards. And what they do is, um, they've got a friend who's got a laminator. So the laminator. So they just oh, down. Is that the friend or the machine? They just they just download them and print them. And then laminate them. Oh, but you're I mean, saying, some of, but you're some of the fun's gone. Hang on a minute, shut up! You're writing to Mr. Panini, going, please, Mr. Panini, can I have such and such? Can I have Gary Lineker and um, um, uh, Eric Cantona? <laughs> Mr. Panini endorses it. But, he loves but, it. But when the, the, surely the pleasure, the pleasure, was going the to your pleasure. mate's son. I've got, I've got two Wayne Rooney's. Can I have a, a, an Emil Heskey? Cool. Where did I pluck that name from? <laughs> And must be a massive fan. No, well, no, it's because it's yes. when the box disappears from the news agents. Right. When the Moana stash has disappeared oh, okay. to be replaced yeah. by Emil Heskey's, yeah. then, then you've got to turn to Panini. Right, okay. You've got to turn to the mothership itself. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. You're doing that and you're happy to do that and you're happy to encourage your children to lie and cheat. Um, then that's yeah. absolutely f- yeah. oh, yes, yes. Hey, listen, <laughs> yeah. they want to get ahead in life, Tobes. You, they've got to learn. They've got to learn the I've tricks. Got to, I, I, they, got, you got to learn them. You've got to learn them early. You've got to get them. Got to learn them early. Got to learn. Hey, speaking of which, my, so um, it was my birthday on Saturday, and it was a really lovely day, long old day. I, thank you, mate. I got up, got to bed at three. Was woken up at half past half past six by two children jumping on me, which is a joy. Of course. And then we went and saw my eldest do some fencing. He's been doing fencing, and it was really, really lovely. Hey, here's the thing. So we're doing fencing, right? And I'm sat there, and, and in front of me, there's a woman, and I'm looking at this woman. I'm staring at her, thinking, you look a little bit, little bit like someone I used to go to college with, but, but not, not much. And then she, t- she turned around. She went, did I used to go to college with you? And I went, are you ever? She went, yeah. I went, flipping it, we did. And this was a woman. And first of all, I'm surprised I remembered her name because I don't remember anybody's name from college. Um, and I've not, I never really, I don't even know if I spoke to her at college. We're in the same year and she was a friend of a friend, but I don't think I ever and spoke to her. was she always fencing? She wasn't fencing, no, but her daughter was fencing. And I've not seen her 23 years. 
And it was lovely. And we chatted a little bit and we, you know, caught up in the last 23 years and all that. So we did that. But there, there is a point to this, Toby. Don't worry. It's about cheating. So then we went okay, yeah. We went to play mini golf, right? Because my boys love mini golf. And I thought it'd be a nice Did it ever to... come? Sorry? Did it ever come? Like no, ever did. I thought, do you know, I thought you were tying in with something else I've spoken about. Um, no, ever didn't come. <laughs> no, ever didn't oh, come. So okay. we went and played mini golf, right? And we signed us up for 36 holes. Right? It was We were playing mini golf for four hours, man. Four, you don't oh. know what hell is like uh, when you're playing it for four hours. And the boys were cheating. I've forgotten that I get grumpy with them for cheating. They get grumpy when I point out they're cheating. And here's the thing. I went to add up all the scores on the scorecard, right? And someone had written in the, the second round, hole seven, I'd taken a hundred shots. And I went, well, I'm not, I'm not putting this on the score. They said, no, you have to. It's on the scorecard. I said, I didn't take a hundred shots. You have to add it on. It's, it's on the scorecard. So I came, just 80, wasn't it? I came last because there was a hundred added onto the scorecard. So that's cheating. That's kids cheating, Toby. Well, the thing is, yeah. they should have just gone for it. You know, they should have just gone on for 15. Yeah. You might not have quibbled it. Here's, and here's another thing, right? It was, it was really nice. In the, the first 18 holes, there weren't that many people there. The second 18, there were a lot of people there, a lot of queuing. But it was nice. Got chatting to some people. But the first holes, right? So we got on to, to about hole 10. And there were three young men. I say young. They were about 23, 24, right? Very young. Very young. And first of all, right, it's no smoking on there, right? It's no smoking, right? But oh, did you have to did you have to sit in the rest? I didn't do a sit in the rest, but they weren't just smoking, they were smoking a joint. Well. Right, and I don't mind I, mean, people, I don't mind people smoking. I don't mind people smoking joints. I do mind people smoking joints on a mini golf course right next to my kids, right? And I said something to my wife and I and she said, Well, should we go and tell someone? I said, We can't tell anyone. Then I was gonna tweet the golf course, because that's that they might have given us free things, but they didn't have Twitter. So in the end, I said to these these men as they walked past me, I said, Guys, come on, man. You can't smoke a J in front of the kids. What are you doing? They went, Oh no, it's not a J, it's a J. They said it's not, it's a, they said it's a roll up. I said, dude, don't, honestly, don't try and get come on. It's not Dude a roll-up. and Jay, they must have thought you were very cool. I was very cool. I said, I said, that's not a roll up. You're smoking a Jay. That's not on, mate. Seriously. And um, then they stabbed me to death. Well, that is what will happen if you approach if you approach someone with a Jay. Yeah, that uh, is what will happen. Anyway, uh, I, I phoned to say. Yes. I'm, I'm before I forget. Yes. You about met ever cutting off your nose to see? <laughs> I'm ever. <laughs> to, uh, not watching things yeah. that you clearly like a so up your street is unbelievable. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, d- I, was, I was discussing this the other day. I was looking at there was a book on my shelf. Oh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, a book I bought ages ago, knowing that that looks exactly the kind of thing I like. Yeah. And then everyone liked it, and I'm not going to read it. Well, just not going to bother. Why are you not going to read it? That kind of thing. I just don't, don't want to read it. Things, things that look like I will really like them. Yeah. I think someone bought me that book, but I saw lots of people reading it on the tube, so I thought I'm precisely. not going to read it. Yeah, That's precisely why. If something is very popular. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid my tastes are more uh, eclectic. Aren't we, um, aren't we weird? Because I'd love to watch this, this Paul McCartney thing. If someone could do me an edit of the Paul McCartney thing, Sans Corden, I will pay top dollar for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean... 
I mean, that is doable, isn't it? I, I don't know how much you did that. I mean, may, uh, maybe it's all singles. be fine. Yeah, if it's all singles. Catherine is typing on the screen that you and I are snobs. I mean, she's right. Yeah, oh, she's absolutely right. But, I mean, look at the state yeah, of I mean... her. Oh, dear, cheeky cow. <laughs> she wants to try being a bit more snobby. She does. She That's it. She's too approachable. She's too all-encompassing. She's you don't too want to be open. down to earth. No, you don't want to be down to earth. No, salt no. of the earth is how I would describe Catherine. <laughs> very salty. Very, very salty. But yeah, so yeah, I I, I found that, and I also found yeah. that I used to very much enjoy listening to Frank Skinner's podcast. Oh yeah, from the Saturday Show, I read his autobiography over Christmas, yeah. from which I think finished in two, ended in two thousand and four. Yeah, and uh, I can uh, no longer uh, I can no longer listen to it. Oh, go on, why? If you don't like him from that book, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it? Right, I can get that, I can get you back into him. Go and read the book where he goes back on tour after not going on tour for years. Oh, yes, I will do. Read that, because I, exa- I had a very similar... I was never a massive Frank Skinner fan anyway, but I had a very... That, that his first autobiography is such an unpleasant book. He's such an unpleasant... He's like a, a devout Roman Catholic now. Um, yes. Was he not at the time? He was, was lapsed. I assume that was all... He was lapsed. Oh, right. but he's, it but it's all, I mean, because I know... I used to know someone, I used to work with someone who gets mentioned in that book and he tells a very, very salty tale about her. Um, well, I think it lost them, There's a really unpleasant story about a sexual escapade they indulged in. Well, I mean, that doesn't narrow down. No, I know book, it doesn't. Yeah. I know that she was thoroughly ashamed um, and embarrassed by it and I thought that was mean. But then he does a book about doing stand-up after not doing stand-up for years and that's quite inspirational. Oh well, I'll go back. Maybe that'll maybe that'll cleanse it. Maybe that'll be go and the, cleanse your this, go and cleanse your Skinner palate, Toby. Thank you for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional, Evening, boss. the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox exactly. with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days on Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Late Night Conversation Wealth Losing Sleepover The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk 0344 499 1000 Good evening Jack Evening Ian I've, uh, I've got a question for you Okay well I may have an answer for you It's a would you rather okay. So I'll give you like scenario A, scenario B I'm just going to sup on some water from my... I've got a new, very trendy... You know these water bottles that everybody has? Mm. I've got one. Is, has it got a bit in the middle for some fruit? You could put fruit in there. I could put some, like, lemons and limes in there. And, um, yeah. But here's the thing, right? It, uh, Catherine bought it for me, and I'm really, really, um, I'm really, I'm really perplexed as to why. She says it's to protect the planet from all the plastic. But this is made yeah, of yeah. this is made of plastic, and this is thick plastic, right? So that when you buy when I buy the water in a bottle from the shop, that's thin plastic. This is thick plastic. Yeah, but when you buy the the water from the shop, you buy like ten bottles versus that one. So I know she normally buys you rubbish gifts, but that one's probably quite a good one. And here's the thing, right? There's there's lots of signs. It's, I blame David Attenborough. He's, he, David Attenborough bums Mother Earth, right? Mm, yeah, um, he does. There's a poster. He really does. There's a poster as I drive in, right, from from um, the World Wildlife Fund, or as I call them, the World Wildlife Bums. Mm. There is more plastic in the sea than fish. Really? Well, that's what they say, but what does that mean? What does that mean? That's like saying there is more paper on this desk than air. You can't... That's, ap- that's apples and oranges. They're too incomparable. There's more plastic in the sea than fish? What? Like, there's more... Right, first first of all... OK, first question. How many fish are there in the sea? Do they know? No. And when you say there are more plastic, there are more There are more plastic? That doesn't even make sense. So yeah. is, is it micro um, uh, microbeads? Well, a microbead mm. is tiny. So, yeah, I could imagine that, but it's still tiny. Are you saying that the plastic takes up more um, space than the fish? I don't believe that. Where's your evidence? I don't. I just don't trust these guys, Jack. No, no, I get you. I mean, it did shock me when you said that. So that's what it's supposed to do, isn't yeah, it? It did shock me. But it doesn't mean anything. No. Yeah. Well, I can tell you've got nothing more to say on this point. So what have you called? Oh, you've called him for a who, what, why, when, oh, and the how. No. Yeah, it's a would you rather. Yeah. So scenario A, Yeah. you get the right stuff gig. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's really successful, and um, you get to still do your radio work, but you get to do the right stuff gig. It's called The Lee Stuff, and it's a brilliant show. Oh, nice one. Thank you. But you have to remain in your current um, living quarters. Oh, Jack, you've been listening and paying attention. This is great. (laughs) For the next next two years, at least. Can I just say, Jack, have you listened to this, Catherine? This is incredible. This is incredible. Man, you're, you're... they should get you working on the next series of Big Brother or I'm a Celebrity. You're twisted. Go on. I like it. Yes. I know. Anyway. Anyway, so option A, yep. you get the right stuff gig, but you've got to live in your, your current um, living situation for the next two years at least. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go on. This is or great. option B, yeah. you can move to the new house that you're um, you know, in the process of getting. Yes. But obviously you don't get the right stuff gig. Yeah. And oh, no. You have to listen to a Nickelback song in the morning, and a Nickelback song before you go to bed. 
Nickelback song in the morning. Nickelback song before bed. Nickelback song in the morning. Gonna shoot me in the head. I would take the first option. How can you? I would. I would carry on living in the cell I'm living in. Yeah, we would listen to a Nickelback song in the morning and in the evening. What kind of pervert are you? I know. I know that is. That's why I thought it would be a tough one. But really, two years in that place. I've, uh, no fridge. No. No fridge. No fridge. No. No fridge. Um, uh, no, I'm playing silly buggers. Of course, I will. I will. Of course, I would move to the new place, Jack. And you'd so be you in... take the the new place. Yeah. But in the morning, you'll wake up to a Nickelback song, yeah. and before you go to bed, the last thing you'll hear yeah. is Nickelback for two years or forever. Um, indefinitely. He's, this guy is sick. Can we put a warning by Jack's name on here? Only let him on um, if we want to speak to some some kind of deviant with a very very twisted mind. Catherine's written something very rude about you on the screen that I can't even read on air. What did she say? She said, what a bastard. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Thank you, Jack. Um, And by the way, this is a new feature. Um, So far, Jack is this week's golden call. We should tell you that. Jack? Oh, yeah, thank you. I'll take that. Well, well, you won't take it yet because we've got the rest of the week... To remind me of this, Catherine, because I'm just thinking of it, and this is good. Um, and see if we can get a jingle made up. Um, by the way, if you want to make a jingle at home for a Golden Call, you can. So, so far, Jack, you're this week's Golden Call. What that means is, if no mm-hmm. one beats your call, on yep. Friday, we get you back on, we play mm-hmm. highlights from your call, and we talk about your call, the thought that went into it, how you came up with the ideas, what it felt like making it, and what it felt like um, for the for the, the few days after you made the call and you became famous on the back of it. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If you uh, so, yeah. So I slept terribly last night. It was hot. And it was, and I really enjoyed the weekend. I had a great day on Saturday with my kids. Mini golf. I'm shattered. Fell asleep in front of the telly. I've not fallen asleep in front of the telly for ages. I was lying on the sofa and we watched um, Early Man. That's 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 pretty much what I expected it to be. It, I don't I don't really like Arben films. I, although I did like the Shaun the Sheep movie, I thought that was funny. But I never got Wallace and Gromit and any of that stuff. An early man. A spoiler alert. It's just it's it's a one joke film about people playing football in um, caveman times. That's it. So I didn't like that. And then we put Ferdinand on, and I saw the start of Ferdinand when he's a kid. And then suddenly Ferdinand was like really big and he was stood on the top of a cliff and the credits started rolling. And I what? And I'd slept literally on my back. I had one child sat on my chest. I had one child sat on my feet. They were playing 3DS. I didn't watch it. And I fell asleep during It was great. It was great. Oh, we had a Chinese before before um, early man. We had a Chinese delivered. It was great. Perfect birthday. And then Sunday, great day with my sister and her husband and my niece and nephew. Really lovely day. Um, but last night I couldn't sleep. You know, it's emotional and stuff. You spend time with the family, then you have to go back and, and and sleep in a cell on your own. And it was emotional. And I couldn't sleep, and it was hot, and I was getting a headache, and I knew I had to be up early to go and do um, uh, Loose Women. And there was a reason I was telling you this. Why was I telling you this? 
And what was the reason? God, this is where my head is at at the moment. I can't remember nothing. Why was I telling you that? There was a reason for that. Oh, yeah, that was it. I've written it down. So I, was, I woke up about half past five in the morning because there were like loud voices outside. And I looked out the window, right? I'm like third floor. And I could see my car. And I could see um, five lads sat on my car having a party. Having a party. They were sat on my car. Drinking, smoking, carrying on. Sat on my car. 5.30 in the morning. And I did shout out of the window, shut the f- up. But they, they didn't hear it. And I went for a way and I went back. They sat on my car, having a party on my car at 5.30 in the morning. Broken Britain. This is Brexit, guys. Good evening, Dion. All right, Ian. Yeah, um, I'm a little bit more together than what I was, Friday. Hey, come on now. I hey, listen... you run loose with me. Huh? I didn't know you were on Loose Women. I go on Loose Women from time to time to do their little was, holiday it, it, competition uh, giveaways. You'd have, no, kill, you'd have killed those lads, wouldn't you, if you'd have had to? Um, I would have told them to sod off. Would you have used? Would you have killed one as a warning to the others? Oh, please don't mention me, like I'm some killer. Well, you are a killer. I mean, I'll tell you the worst killer. I got drunk once with Carol McGiffin. Flipping heck. All right, you're yep. on about loose women. Here we go. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I go on there from time to time and do their holiday giveaway, and it's a thrill. Genuinely, well, I love it. I don't have a smart TV now. You were talking yesterday. Oh. I just watch TV, what I want. Yeah, well, it's the but best way. I was going to say, yes. <laughs> the, the BBC who are trying to compete with you, huh. they're talking about vegans. Are they? So I phoned out. What? And they won't let me on because I might be rude about vegans. Oh, what, on BBC London? Yeah. Who's who's on now? Is it Duncan? Yeah, but Mel, I always wind Mel up now. Right. Hang on, let's... Um, BBC. Come on, please don't. What? You can phone Mel up if you want. All right, I tell you, I'm going to phone up, but you've got to do the talking, yeah? Yeah, go on. You got, what you've got to do is you've got to do, um, like, a, a, a different voice so they don't think it's you... Um, and a different name? Um, Chris, and I'm a Scouser. Well, go on, can you do a Scouse accent? So, Gerald, you know, you want to come down here? No, do a Brummie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You absolute pudding. Um, Is that good enough? Yeah, go right. All right, what's the phone number? Oh, I don't know, they oh, changed it. Oh, they haven't. I'm trying to find it on their website. Um, I don't know. Dun- Duncan Barks doesn't like me, right? So don't. Why is that? Because because he's a pudding. I don't know. I've got absolutely no idea. But he don't, he don't like me. I think he's a bit patronising anyway. Yeah. Oh, BBC Radio. So Radio London phone. Number. I I only picked up on your lot last week. I was just scanning through something, and they said it had all changed. And you like you were in the eighties. Who was a Greek bloke who used to... Greek Lion? I don't know. He used to phone in and do really crap reggae. I think he died Greek Lion, actually. No, when tour radio first started. Oh, Caesar the Geezer. That's it, Caesar, yeah. We've had had Caesar on this radio show. Oh, brilliant. I didn't know he was still alive. No, I don't know know if he was when we spoke to him, but... um...
Flippin' heck. Radio London. Yeah, hello, it's Chris in Solihull in Birmingham. Chris in Solihull? In Birmingham, yeah. I'd like... Yeah, can we talk about vegans? Because we don't have vegans in Birmingham. What? Are you in Birmingham now? I'm in Birmingham now, yeah. Oh, it sounds like Langley. No, it's not. We're in Birmingham. No, is it not? Oh, is it Birmingham? <laughs> OK. <laughs> All right, Chris. Oh, the arsenal. <laughs> See you later. Uh, they were wind up, mate, all right? Oh, mate, he wasn't... You've been stunned. Sorry? Is that what you say when you've taken out someone? Um, sorry, Dion, we tried, mate. We couldn't get you on to BBC London. I was on there. What, then? Just then? I was just on him. No, I've forgotten to say... No, you just spoke to... That was the producer. No, I spoke to Mel, I said. Right, OK. Well, I, I'm confused. As, uh, I think we're all confused. Dion, thank you for that, mate. Cheers, man. Tutty bye. Um, that's I tell you, Catherine. There's there's a tip there. They've got a screening process, and I'm th- I'm beginning to think maybe we need to introduce a screening process. Experience the unconventional, boss. the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee, the late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On talk radio.